0: Good morning. morning. This is the time that has been set aside to commemorate the greatest sacrifice ever given for mankind when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sacrificed his life for you, for me, for all of us. And he told us to do this in remembrance of Jesus Christ. The communion, remembering his sacrifice, I'd like to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through Verse 29, the apostle Paul writes, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. This is a powerful testament from the Apostle Paul as he writes about our Lord. And verse 23, he says that I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. I appreciate how you all take the time to uh, to emphasize and to focus on the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus because there's so much we can learn about the Lord and about ourselves when we study the Lord's sacrifice verse 23 Paul says the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed he took bread if you've ever been betrayed you have a savior that understands what you're going through even though he was betrayed he still took the bread even though he was betrayed, he still was he was still willing to sacrifice himself for us. In verse 24, and he when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. The Lord died a painful death for us, not a quick death, not a painless death. But some of the scholars call it an ignominious death. It was painful. It was hurtful, destructive, meant to inflict as much pain as possible. Jesus went through that for you and for me. He says this do in remembrance of me. We should pause as we are doing now and remembering the great sacrifice that our Lord made for us. And if he gave his all for us, we can give our all for him. Verse 25, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. He allowed his blood to be spilled and shed for our sins. Verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. This is a celebration, a commemoration and a memorial all at the same time about what our Lord has done for us. He was buried, he died, he was buried, but thank God he rose from the dead with all power in his hands, vindicated, victorious. He did not stay in the grave. And so anyone that tries to bury you, just remember all you're doing is planning me when you try to bury me because with Christ's help, My spirit can rise. My joy can rise. My peace can rise. My faith in Christ can rise because Jesus rose. Therefore, in the watery grave of baptism, when you obey the gospel, you go down into the water and rise to walk in newness of life. The Lord has been so gracious to each and every one of us. I'm so grateful to be here with my Glen Springs family, my wife and I. I'm so thankful for you, thankful for your encouragement, your hospitality. Uh, We had a great time with Phil and Cheryl Robertson last night, just enjoying fellowship together. And uh, we appreciate this great congregation, this great church. Uh, For those who may not know me, I'm Al Jackson. Uh, I am not Phil Robertson. Uh, So, uh, but uh, you have to go, you have to go... Uh you, you have to I I'll deal with her later but you have to um you you have to take a step down now. He's he's up here. I'm down here. So you get back to good preaching uh next week. But uh it's so good to be with our family. We go way back with the Glen Springs congregation. And uh, I could be here for a long time just thanking you all for your support for my family and for our, our fellowship in the Lord together. Uh, some of my 10th Avenue families here. We thank God for our fellowship in Christ together. Uh, we're privileged to serve now at the Northside Church of Christ in Jacksonville, Florida. And on behalf of the elders and deacons uh, and Charlie McClendon and the membership there in Jacksonville, Uh, we, we send our, they send their regards and love, uh, the congregation there. It's, uh, 1800 members strong. So that, uh, that keeps us quite busy. But, uh, when, when Phil Robertson calls you, you gotta come, you gotta come. Uh, yes, yes. And, uh, we are thankful for the Lloyd family and the, uh, Arnold family, these great elders. And, uh, but I'm here to tell you, Mark and Mary Mosley, they hold a special place in our hearts. Uh, brother Mark helped me with some things that I needed some advice on years ago. And uh, we've we've been close. We've been tight. Uh, We've been friends uh, and co-labors in the gospel. And then he he was uh, of course, he was one of the elders here and the preacher here. And then he said he was going to uh, not be the preacher, but be one of the elders. And I said, they can hire whoever they want. No one can take his place in my heart. No one can take his place in my heart. And then here comes Brother Phil who just, uh, my goodness, just uh, has a, a, he has worked very hard to t- have a special place in my heart and your hearts, of course, and what a great leadership you have with the elders here, the deacons, and uh, your preacher, and all the brothers and sisters. We just thank God for you. Much more I could say, but we want to get to the word this morning, Luke chapter 9. There is a word from the Lord. We thank for all of these great deacons and the elders. And my mom sends her love as well. She wanted to come and be here, and uh, but she was uh, not able. But she's doing great, and all f- our family uh, sends our uh, sends their love. The scripture in Luke chapter nine, the word of God is very powerful. Uh, Luke chapter nine, there's a lot here, but we won't be able to read all of it. But uh, verse number, we'll just read verse 10 and following Luke chapter 9, verse 10 through about verse number 17. And if you're watching, if you're tuning in online, we welcome you to the worship services of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, if you want to obey the gospel and be saved, of course, um, there this congregation is well able to help you. Uh, to be saved, if you would just reach out, we'd love to help you in any way that we possibly can. Verse 10 says, and the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had done. And he took them and went aside privately in a desert place belonging to the city of Bethsaida. And the people, when they knew it, followed Jesus and he received them and spake unto them uh, he re- and the kingdom of God and healed them, that had need of healing. And when the day began to wear away, then came the 12 and said to him, Send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and the country round about and lodge and get victuals, for we are here in a desert place. I'm reading for the old King James. I'm, I was, uh, re- I was trained in the old King James. There are other great versions, but, um, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, once you read it for a hundred years, it's hard to change over. Uh, but, he any version you have would do but he said to them give ye them to eat and they said we have no more but five loaves and two fish except we should go and buy meat for all this people for there were about five thousand men and he said unto the disciples make them sit down by fifties and they did so and made them all sit down then he jesus luke 9 16 then he Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish and looked up to heaven he blessed them and he broke and gave to the disciples and set before the multitude the blur- the breaking before the blessing the breaking before the blessing i believe that you can many of you can identify with me that uh with during this pandemic of 2020 and 2021 we have received some breaking moments maybe breaking in your emotions, maybe uh, breaking because of loved ones who uh, may have had health problems or breaking because of financial difficulties or breaking because of a myriad of situations. But I just want to remind God's people today that whatever breaking that has happened, it is only an indication that there is a blessing on the way. God operates much differently than we do. I would rather skip the breaking, Brother Phil. I'd rather skip the breaking altogether. But there is a breaking before the blessing. Sometimes we want. Sometimes we want to go straight to the blessing. I would love to just go straight to the blessing. Uh, but I want to encourage all of the uh, um, you know grade school kids. You want to go straight to the graduation. Give me the diploma. Let me out of here. Uh, let me go. I, it's time to leave Mama's house. It's time to leave Daddy's house. Okay. Uh, but but the adults can tell you something you may not know just yet when you leave you're going to want to go back. So, 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 so uh, uh that's what I thought. I was ready to leave until I went to college and had to fend for myself, brother Lord. It wasn't a whole lot of fun, but you don't, when, when you see those who are on the stage and they received a diploma, they have been broken. Their, uh, their will had to be broken. Their laziness had to be broken. Their selfishness had to be broken. They had to be trained. They had to uh do the work in school to get that diploma. And so it is. With college as well to get the degree, we have to have a breaking of our own habits, our own ways, our own thoughts in order to get the college degree in the military. You go to the military, uh, brother Hunter. Uh, I know that you went into the military and other military folks, we thank God for your service and we thank you so much for your amazing service to our country. But you went into, uh, whether at the beginning, uh, oh my goodness, Basic training. You had your own mentality, your own personality. But from what I hear, they strip you of all your personality and they break you. They break you over a series of weeks. I went to college and I said I was ready to play for the Florida Gators. I want to put the Gators on the prayer request list as well. Can I? (laughs) Can I? Can Who's taking the prayer request list today? (laughs) Please. Pray for my, pray for my, but no, no but, but we, 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 when I was there, we were winning, okay? But, but, um, can, can you all edit that? Can you edit that? I'm, I, okay, thank, thank you, brother. But, but, I, I, when I went out there, they had a series of tests. They had a series of activities, brother Mark, and the purpose of it for the freshmen was to break you and to see if you're going to come back the next day. And to see how you behave. The breaking was not to destroy you. The breaking was actually to build you up in the military on your job uh in 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 your family in your progress in uh in school there is a breaking before the blessing here in Luke chapter 9 our Lord Jesus he takes God's people through this same process and I know when we read this is the this is the story where our Lord fed the 5000 plus I know we like the story and I know we like to think about the 5000 plus but I just want to uh give you ask you just for uh Today, consider the 12. When we read this text, let's just for today consider the 12. Yes, Jesus was feeding the multitude. Yes, he was performing a great miracle, but he also wanted to train the disciples because he was about to go to the cross soon, but he needed them to, he needed to have a blessing for them. Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit was to come down upon the apostles and they were supposed to preach the gospel to the whole world. But he said, I have to break them before I bless them. The breaking is not to destroy when it's the Lord. The breaking is actually to build. We'll show you what we're what we're talking about. Point number one, Jesus befriends us. Jesus uh, befriends us. Us. he called his 12 he called his disciples he befriended them he wanted to bring them into his fold he wanted to train them work with them and if you go back and look in the early stages of our Lord's ministry as the disciples followed him uh Jesus was healing people people were getting excited about Jesus and they were the disciples were seeing his popularity oh my brother lord oh my yeah we're we're riding we're walking with the rock star Jesus it starts off so cool and great but the Lord reminded them we're headed toward a cross I'm Jesus said I'm headed toward a cross and you're headed toward spreading the gospel to the whole known world he befriends them he calls them Luke 9 and 1 he called them then he called his 12 disciples. He called them. Uh, and then Matthew uh, 11, verse 28 through 30, you can read it later on. Jesus says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'll give you spiritual rest for your spirit, for your soul. I'll give you rest. I will give you peace. That is the beginning stages of being with Jesus. There's a befriending. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his befriending. Aren't you thankful that Jesus wants to be our friend? Aren't you thankful that he sent out a friend request? on all of your social media platforms he sent a friend request he says i want to be your friend and i'm so thankful that he wants to be my friend he told the disciples you are my friends if you do whatsoever i command you to do in john 15 he through the proverbial writer the lord said there is the scripture says there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother he befriends us And it may seem exciting at first, but we have to go through some valley days. We can spend some mountaintop days, but with Christ serving the Lord, serving people, we have to go through some valley days. He befriends us. He befriended the disciples, but he didn't just stop there. Number two, Jesus builds us. It should be been us there. I messed that up, but he builds us after he befriends us. Our Lord Jesus builds us and you see that big quote there under construction. And I don't know if any of you are perfect and you've made it, but I'm here to tell you Al Jackson is still under construction. Aren't you glad that the Lord still is patient with you when you're under construction? I'm under construction. Sometimes, uh, brother Mark, I think I made it. I think I'm there. And then the old enemy, the devil will send someone my way and talk to me in a way that I don't appreciate. And then the, 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 the I was actually years ago, I was here in Gainesville, still here, minister preaching here. And I went to the University of Florida to pay on my student loan. Everyone that owes student loans need your special prayers. Okay. Okay. Everyone that's old student loans, we need your prayers, okay? But I went out there. I went to Chrysler Hall, and I was in the parking lot, and I was going into, I was trying to do it in my, on my lunch break. Uh, I went in, and someone just zoomed right in the spot uh, in front of me, Brother Phil, and then got out of the car and then looked at me as they were walking into, like, <laughs> what, what? And the devil said, you can take him. <laughs> The devil said, you can beat, just hit him, hit him. Now I know the devil's never bothered any of you all, but (laughs) pray for me and 10 other honest people in here this morning. Has the devil ever given you some ideas on how to handle a situation then and when he gives you an idea it is contrary always contrary to the word of God. Don't you listen to him don't you follow for that and pray and ask God to help you because I'm under construction. <laughs> oh I'm under construction. I'm so glad you all have this set up, this stage set up just for my point this morning. The stage is under construction and so are we. But as we see the stage being under construction, everyone knows the stage is not under construction for any bad purpose, but it's under construction for a good purpose. It's just not where you want it to be yet But while you are under construction and still growing in Christ, the enemy will try to tell you you'll never make it. You will never get up from this. You will never recover. Your spirit won't recover. Your joy won't recover. I'm here to tell you that when you are under construction, God will help you recover from whatever you've been through. If you keep serving God, if you keep worshiping God, if you keep the Lord first, Matthew 6 and verse 33 says, seek ye first The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that you need will be added unto you. This powerful text here in Ephesians 2 verse 8 through 10, the scripture says here, Paul says to the Ephesian saints, he instructs them and he says, you are saved by grace through faith and it's not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Grace is God's part. Faith is our part. We need the grace of God. But uh, I think... uh brother Mosley was talking about it this morning having faith we must have faith in God even while you are under construction remember to have faith in God and it's great to have uh, your spirit is under construction I see the stage is under construction that's good some people don't construct or build anything new for years and years and years but when you are in a consistent building program of spirits of lives of soul we were doing it right now in Jacksonville we have a part of the campus that is under construction and we have the signs and you know a preacher can get a point from anything Uh, oh my god under construction under construction my spirit is under construction my soul is under construction my heart my mind is under construction so so trod carefully and remember that I may not be what I need to be now But I'm on my way and I'm not giving up. There's no excuse to fall. But if you do fall, get back up again. Don't give up. Ephesians 2 verse 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. He says verse 10. I love this. Ephesians 2 verse 10. We are his workmanship. God is working on us. He's constructing something. And a part of construction is actually destruction. Destruction is a part of construction. Years ago, one of our favorite uh shows uh while we were still here, my, my my our kid, my wife and I, our kids grew up watching Extreme Home Makeover. Ty, Ty Pennington. And I think it was on Sunday nights at some point, so after evening service, we we'd get home to see tie penitent, stand out in front of people's homes and say hello, whatever, family, and, and he, would, he would help them to get a new home. But before they could start construction, first, there had to be a demolition. They had to demolish the old in order to build the new. God is working on your spirit. God is working on your life. And when you're in Christ, if you're serving Christ and doing his will, it's okay to be under construction. That's okay. Now, Luke chapter 9. Let's go back to Luke chapter 9. We're talking about the breaking before the blessing. Luke chapter 9 and verse number 10, the Lord had the disciples under construction and you can read Luke 9 verse 1 through 10. In your leisure it will tell you all about that. He's training them. He's training the disciples. Remember one of the main points of the book of Luke. Every every gospel account has a thrust, has a point. The third gospel presents the works and the teachings of Jesus that they are important for understanding the way of salvation. This book scope from the birth of Christ to his ascension and its arrangement is in order and it appeals to both Jews and Gentiles. This powerful book, uh, it presents our Lord Jesus and it talks about the universality, universality of salvation. In other words, Christ wants the Jews and Gentiles and the whole world to be saved. But that took a lot for the Jews to receive, and that's why you see throughout the book of Luke, Jesus showing special emphasis to. Uh, To the poor, he shows special emphasis to uh, the poor. He shows special emphasis to women, Luke 8, 1 through 3. He shows special emphasis to those who were physically, who were what we would call other abled uh, or outdated term disabled. He shows special emphasis and love and care for those who seem to be outcasts. But Lord, I thank you. That even though I may be an outcast to some, you can still bring me into your fold. So he says, I have to train these disciples to teach the gospel to the whole world and I have to help them. But after the Lord, after the Lord befriends us and after the Lord builds us, now the master says, I got to take you to another step. I got to take you to. I got to. Help you? I gotta. I gotta get there. All right, all right. That's that's all right, man. No problem, no problem. He befriends us. He builds us, and then he breaks us. As we read this morning, First Corinthians chapter eleven broke the bread, and here in this text, Luke. 9 and verse number 10 the disciples went on this small commission came back and told jesus all that they had done and jesus luke 9 verse 10 the apostles when they were come returned and told them all that they had done and he took them and went aside privately into a desert place belonging to Bethsaida they are taking a break they're taking a break but guess what happens? Verse 11. The people, when they knew it, they followed him. They, they, had, they, the disciples and Jesus, Brother Mark, they just arrived at the resort. They're taking a break. They went down to see if there's some food in the, in the front, in the lobby, in the restaurant. And then here comes all of these people that they have been serving. And they say, we want more time with Jesus. And what does the Lord do? Does he, he doesn't tell them to call the office on Monday. He doesn't tell them to make an appointment. Luke 9 and verse 11, when the people knew it, they followed him and he received them. And spake uh, spake unto them, spoke to them of the kingdom of God. Jesus preached another sermon. Now watch this now. We're talking about the 12. Just watch the 12. When you read the Bible, when you read the Gospels, very often when you read about Jesus, he is showing us God. When you read about the 12, the 12 are showing us how we act. Watch us now. Watch me. Watch you and me. This is another sermon on the same day. Jesus, we already had the sermon. Lord, can we get a break? Can we go to lunch? And you think we preach long. When you get Jesus preaching, watch the text. He taught them. He healed them. And verse 12, and when the day began to wear away, the old King James said, even the day is tired. <laughs> the day is, <laughs> the sun is about to, okay, Lord, you go ahead. I'm going to sit today. The day began to wear away. Then came the 12 and said to him, send the multitude away. Lord send these people they interrupt this Jesus sermon it's bad to interrupt the elder's message or the preacher they no we're interrupting Jesus Lord you hey Lord Jesus let the, send the people away because we're hungry I mean they are hungry we need a snack I mean they need a snack Lord get, give the people a break look at us Jesus says verse 13 you give them something to eat they said Lord we don't have any food except these five loaves and two fish and then verse 13 he said to them give you them to eat we're talking about the breaking now And we have no more but five loaves and two fish, except we should go and buy meat for all this people. Lord, if you won't send them away, send us away. Let send us to the drive through. We will buy food for us. I mean them. (laughs) Oh, my In the work of the church, I'm not just talking about the assembly. In the work of the church, as we are all congregations of the Lord's church trying to get back to uh, some sense of normalcy, focusing on saving souls and helping people to stay saved, the leadership needs the membership. They didn't ask me to say this. I'm just, this is the text. That the leadership needs the membership. For all of us to work in the areas of gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given us, not just say, well, the leaders will handle it, the shepherds will handle it, the deacons will handle it, the preachers will handle it, that's great, but we all must get together and work. We all must do something uh, in the kingdom of God to help to spread the gospel of Christ. I'm just going to add something here because this is one of my favorite uh, uh, examples here. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 3 you can make a note of it and read it later on. Nehemiah chapter 3 the scripture in Nehemiah he keeps uh, you read down the chapter the Bible continues to say Nehemiah gathered the people together and he said let us rise and build and the Bible says next unto him built this person. Next unto him built this person. Next unto him. Next unto him. Glen Springs let's build to together. Let's build next to one another. Let's build spirits, souls, lives. Let's save people, help people with God. God is doing the saving through us. Let's make ourselves available in whatever gifts, talents, and abilities you have to help to save souls. Jesus breaks Us. It's not a breaking to destroy us. It's a breaking to construct us. In Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, Paul says, I beg you, I beseech you by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I am so thankful. That I married my wife, Anisha, 24 years ago, 24 years ago. And she helped me in so many ways in my life, my heart, my spirit, my mind. But also she is, we were both in college. We were both at the University of Florida at that time. And she's a great student. She had to teach me how to study because I would do that night before the quiz, the final study. And, and I would do that praying study, y'all. There's some folks that have been been in college that know what I'm talking about. Now, I really haven't studied it like I should for this, but give me a spirit of remembrance (laughs) of what the material says. You can do anything. Now we're telling him he can do anything. Now we now we now we we, yeah, but no, you still make a C minus based on. (laughs) Whatever you studied or did not study, you see. Some people graduated. Uh, I, my thanks be to God. My wife received her master's from the University of Florida. I received a bachelor's, and and some people graduated cum laude, sum cum laude. I graduated. Thank you, Lottie. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're saying, "Don't bring him back anymore." <laughs> But I thank God, (laughs) but Jesus had to, but in order for me to graduate, I had to be broken from my bad habits of studying. I had to really buckle down and study. Jesus is breaking the disciples down so they can fulfill the mission that he has for them. He sees their potential. He sees what they can be. But he says, I have to stop you from your your lazy mindset. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, Simon, uh, Jude, and, and Matthias is coming later. But Luke 9 and verse 15, Uh, but verse 13 Jesus said you give them to eat they said we don't have any food verse 14 there were 5,000 men plus women and children and the Lord says make them sit down he did so made them all sit down verse 16 then he took the five loaves and the two fish and looked up to heaven and blessed them and break them he receives just a few meals among a multitude. And he prays and give thanks for what is not enough. Sisters and brothers, if you're going to get to your blessing, even when you have something and it doesn't seem like it's enough, give thanks to God, even when it doesn't seem like it's enough. If you give thanks for the little, I know a Savior that can multiply that little And make it more than enough. His name El Shaddai means he's more than enough. Bring your little to the Lord. Bring your little joy, your little peace, your little gifts, your little talents. That was me. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not very talented, but I, I brought my little talents to the Lord. And the Lord has a way of multiplying what you give him in your time, in your talents, in your treasure, in your giving, your finance. If you will put the Lord first, he will make that not enough. He will transform the not enough into more. Then enough. Now Luke 9:16, he took the 5 loaves and the 2 fish. Jesus looked up to heaven, blessed them, and he broke them. He broke them and it began to multiply. When life seems like as if it has broken you, my God will bless you and strengthen you. He's not allowing us to be broken, to destroy us, but to build us. He is a building Savior. He is a loving Savior. And he gave it, watch this, Jesus gave the food to the disciples and the disciples to the people. Jesus has given the gospel to us and we have to give it to the world. The Lord is not coming back and teaching any more sermons. The Lord is not coming back and doing any more personal work personally, physically himself. He's in his children. He's everywhere. He works through us, but he wants us to work. Jesus could have done all of this without the 12, but he said, no, I want the 12. To know that I'm giving it to you and you give it to them. And and the Bible says, verse 17, they did eat, were all filled, and they were taking up the fragments that remain 12 baskets. After he befriends them, after he builds them, after he breaks them, then he blesses. Jesus blesses. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 Paul says, Paul said, thanks be to God, which has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are blessed children of God, even in our pain and suffering. We are blessed. It's okay to cry so crazy. Uh, It's okay to mourn and grieve, but keep serving God while you are grieving, while you are mourning. Keep serving God while you are going through what you are going through. Don't let the enemy stop you from serving God. Keep doing the will of God and God will bless you. The Lord will bless you to overcome Whatever you are dealing with, whatever you are going through, he's able, he's available, he's mighty, he's strong. He will provide for his children. The Lord gives us tremendous blessings when we serve him and honor him. There's a but there are there is a breaking before the blessing. He'll befriend us. He'll be he will build us. He will break us to make us and then he will bless us. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. I bet you can't count all your blessings. Instead of counting your burdens, count your blessings. Instead of counting how much this person did wrong or that person did wrong, count your blessings. Glance at the problems, but focus on the Savior. That's Hebrews 12, verse one and two. Looking unto Jesus, the phrase literally means to take everything else out of your focus so that there's nothing left except Jesus. We have to glance at bills, glance at issues, but this glance, focus on the Lord and he will bless you abundantly. If you're not a Christian, now is the time. What I've been teaching about, that's Majorly for the children of God. But if you're not a Christian, you can be saved. You can come to Christ. The Lord wants to save you. He wants to redeem you. He wants to transform you. He wants to bring you into the church of Christ. How does that happen? Preacher, how does that happen? It's not my way, your way. It's the Lord's way, the Lord designed. And you read through the scriptures and the New Testament, the New Testament church, Christ saved all the lost the exact same way. They heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. They believed the gospel. They repented of their sins. They confessed Jesus to be the Son of God, and they were baptized for the remission of their sins. You find baptism in Acts chapter 2, the birthday of the Bible church, Acts 2, verse 38 through 47. You find baptism in Acts chapter 8 and verse 12. You find baptism, Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 39. You find baptism. Acts chapter 9, verse 14 through 18, you find baptism. In Acts chapter 10, verse 44 through 48, you find baptism. In Acts chapter 19, verse 1 through 9. And there are other scriptures, but I don't have time. I think that's enough to prove that if you're not saved, you need to be baptized into Christ. Jesus will add you to his church, the church of Christ. Or if you stand in need of prayer, you can request that as well. We love you. God loves you. God bless you. At this time... We'll have the invitation. If you need to come, now's the time to come.
1: Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Softly hey. and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. the portals he's waiting and watching watching for you and for me Should we tarry when Jesus is yeah.
2: a great morning, hasn't it? We want to say a special thanks to all those who are visiting with us today. God bless you and thank you for being a part of our assembly. And if there's anything that we can do to help you or your family grow in your walk with the Lord, you make sure you let us know. All the men that were standing up here at the front this morning are the shepherds of our congregation, and we would love nothing more than to spend some time with you, share with you more about the gospel of Christ. If you've got some challenges in your life, and you would like some prayer, please reach out to us. These same men are going to be standing in the back, and I'll be staying up here at the front for a little bit, so you just make sure you reach out to us if we can help you in any way. But great to see everybody this morning. We always end our assemblies with a blessing, and Brother Al has given us many blessings this morning. The first blessing that I would like to share is the blessing for Al and Anisha and the work that they do in the gospel of our Lord. So God bless y'all. Thank you so very much uh, for all that you do. We definitely know that behind any good man is a wonderful and powerful godly woman. And so Anisha, thank you so much. And to your children, Jalen and AJ, God bless them. And love them as well. Uh, For those of you that may not know, uh, Jalen, who went to camp with us and then went on down to FC, she's actually working in Orlando now and finishing school at UCF and working at Disney. So God bless her. And AJ's doing great. Back in school and he's doing well. So God bless them. But that's the first blessing. The other blessing is just things that we learned from Al this morning. These are things that are good for us to share on social media or share with our friends, things that we learned this morning. First of all, that we've been sent a wonderful friend request by Jesus, haven't we? That's a great friend request. Secondly, we've learned that deconstruction is a part of construction. And God bless our Savior for his willingness to spend the time to deconstruct. And then build us back. We also learned that Jesus gives thanks for even when it seems like there's not enough. What a powerful point. May we give thanks as well when it may appear to us to not be enough. And then glance at your problems, but focus on the Savior. That's a good one. That's a good one to keep in mind, as well as how Al graduated uh magna good lordy that was very nice so that's probably the one i'm gonna remember the most and didn't we all but al thank you so much thank you for directing us in the word of god and so our blessing to all of us this morning and all those that are watching may we respect and appreciate the breakings that come before the blessings and realize what the lord is striving to do in all of us and may we be his ambassadors this week to share that wonderful message with the world Would you bow with me in prayer? Our Father, we come before you this morning to say thank you. To thank you, dear Lord, for being so mindful of us and being so patient with us that you patiently and lovingly and compassionately, but also precisely break each and every one of us. And then you reshape us as a potter forming the clay To be like your will. Dear Lord, give us the humility to take the breaking. And then, dear Lord, give us the will to take the construction and the blessing that comes from you. To never give up on you, but to look for you and to understand your promises like we've been shown this morning by Dr. Luke. And we pray, dear Lord, that we can take the message that Al shared with us today and we can share it with others. To share this promise and to share this hope. Please bless Al and Anisha and their family and the brethren in Jacksonville. And dear Lord, may your word continue to flourish and grow there as well as here. And dear Lord, help us to always remember that we have a brotherhood that goes far beyond the things that we see and what we see on a daily basis. And let's give thanks for those all around us. And let's, dear Lord, help us to always remember and appreciate the wonderful opportunities that we have like this to have good men, good women come in and share with us your love and grace. Dear Lord, be with us as your people now to go into this world. May we be a blessing to others as you certainly are to us. We ask all this in the name of our Savior Jesus, our King and our Lord and the giver of all good things. Amen. Amen. Son of my soul, thou save. Your
1: dear, it is not night if thou be near.